Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. I'm back today with a follow-up episode on the brain's amazing detoxification system, the glymphatic system. And if you haven't listened to episode 239 yet, go back and listen to it. It's only eight minutes, and it will provide you all the background information you need for today's episode. So today I'm going to focus on the metabolic waste that is filtered from the brain during sleep and its relationship to brain health. Now, Alzheimer's disease is estimated to account for approximately 70% of dementia cases. So that is what we're going to focus on today. It's a devastating disease. It is a progressive disease beginning with mild memory loss and leading to the inability to carry on conversations and even a disassociation with the environment. It impacts the part of the brain that controls thought, memory, and language. And if you've had a loved one or somebody you know that suffered from Alzheimer's disease, you know how horrific this can be when somebody you love no longer remembers you. So it's something that is on the top of a lot of Americans' minds. As a matter of fact, an estimated 5.8 million Americans are living with Alzheimer's disease. Young people may get it, but it's less common. And according to the CDC, people living with the disease doubles every five years beyond the age of 65. It's one of the top 10 leading causes of death in the U.S. and the sixth leading cause of death among U.S. adults. And here's the startling thing. The number of people projected to have Alzheimer's disease by 2060 is 14 million people. That's triple what it is today. So why is this? Well, I'm going to talk about why we think Alzheimer's disease exists today. And then I'm going to go back to answer that question. Now, there's a great paper that I've linked in the show notes from iScience, a cell press journal, a really good journal. And it's a review titled The Glymphatic System, Current Understanding and Modeling. And so I've linked it. So if you want to go deep into it, feel free to knock yourself out. But the paper highlights that neurodegenerative disease states, such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and Huntington's, result in cognitive impairment and dementia. And they're all associated with a distinct neuropathology in the form of accumulation of aggregation-prone misfolded waste proteins. So these are proteins that aggregate in the brain. Now, there's two key proteins I want to highlight that are associated with neurodegeneration, amyloid beta and intracellular tau aggregates. These are both central histological features of Alzheimer's. Now, for all the physiologists out there, the amyloid hypothesis for Alzheimer's disease is hotly debated. So there's this debate, is it beta amyloid or tau that's the real culprit? We aren't 100% sure, but we do know that neither are good. Beta amyloid can assemble into plaques that can have detrimental effects on brain health, and taus are a type of protein that are microtubule-associated protein that is actively released into the brain's interstitial fluid and cerebral spinal fluid. And when this protein accumulates in the brain, there is neurodegeneration. We're not 100% sure if it's you know just beta amyloid or just tau or if it's both, but we know that both of them are not good. Here's where this kind of comes full circle. We know the glymphatic system helps clear these proteins from our brains during sleep. And inefficient sleep impedes the glymphatic clearance process. According to the National Sleep Foundation, 35.2% of all adults, all U.S. adults, sleep less than seven hours per night. 
Now, remember, seven to nine hours is the key time frame that you need to sleep. There's a U-shaped curve associated with a host of factors like type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease when it comes to the seven to nine hour range, meaning if you sleep less than seven hours, you're more likely to have type 2 diabetes or be obese. If you sleep more, same problem, okay? So 35.2% of all adults are sleeping less than seven hours. For some reason, Hawaii has the highest percentage of adults sleeping fewer than seven hours a night. And interestingly, Boulder, Colorado has the lowest percentage of adults getting insufficient sleep. 32.6% of working adults report sleeping less than six hours a night, up from 28% reported in 2008-2009. We are in a bad spot, and it seems to be getting worse. We talked about earlier, I mentioned earlier, that we're expecting by 2060 to have 14 million people with Alzheimer's disease. We know that neurodegeneration is associated with these proteins being stuck in the brain. We know glymphatic clearance is the key to help get this out. When does this happen? When you sleep. People aren't sleeping enough and it's getting worse. So what's one of the best things that you can do for yourself? Get sleep. You don't have to know all the physiology. You don't have to know about all these different proteins. It's helpful. That's why I'm here. I want to give you the the physiology, the mechanism, and then the behaviors that you can put into practice right now to help mitigate against these things. Now, the next episode, I'm going to be talking about a paper that highlights behaviors outside of sleep that can improve glymphatic clearance. Some of it has to do with supplementation and other things. It's very, very interesting. But until then, do yourself a favor and just focus on sleep. I spent a lot of time helping educate you on the behaviors that will set you up for restful, fulfilling sleep, like circadian anchoring, sleep hygiene, the parts of sleep that you really need to focus on. And if you need to brush up on that, go check out some earlier episodes. If you have a friend or a loved one that isn't sleeping the way they should or needs to up their game in this area, send them this episode. Maybe this is the nudge that they need to help get them back on track. If you love the Blueprint Podcast and you want to help support the show, please consider leaving us a comment and review in the Apple Podcast app, as this is one of the best ways you can help us share the message of the Blueprint and impact more folks. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.